Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. The Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all the usual social media outlets. Do your bit to support us on Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Twitter, Twitch and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Give us a like, share, subscribe and join our flourishing community of not just wrestling fans, but gamers, podcasters, musicians and more. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. I still find this really weird when we record in the same room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to our review of NXT UK. Uh, I'm Troy, as always, joined by Jay. And we're in the same room again. Yeah, we're live same... from Jay's house. That's it. It's, uh, yeah, it's odd, but it's good. I'm getting used to it. Uh, how are you? Well, I'd say I know how you are. Both <laughs> feeling a bit ropey, I think, from yesterday. Yeah, we were out last night. Yeah, at the uh, Big Tasty's Brewery. Uh, Watching the Al Frank Turner, very fun. Friend of the podcast, Frank Turner. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're here to talk about this week's episode of NXT UK. Uh, before we do that, if you want to let us know what you thought of the episode, give us a shout on social media on Discord and Twitter at Untitled Rest Pod. Uh, so the show kicks off with not that match because that's the second page of my notes. <laughs> well prepared. Uh, kicks off with Nathan Fraser against Kenny Williams, which I. Th- think they announced last week they announced it uh yeah well they announced it two weeks ago they teased it and then ah. they did like that weird promo with kenny not by the bank oh, of yeah, the not, thames. not by the banks of the thames with the weird fucking on, on a green, like, screen. green screen yeah 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 um yeah this wasn't too bad a match actually um, fun. lots of exchange of holds uh from the off and neither one of them really gained an advantage uh fraser then nearly plants his face um on the mat outside, and that allows um, what's his name Williams to sort of start shite bagging his way in. Um, he hits the chop block, uh, starts targeting the leg for a lot of the match. Um, Fraser then turns things around, hits a spinning net breaker. Like I think it was like a modified spinning net breaker. Yeah, it was like you get get him up for a suplex and then twists. That's it. With yeah, it. yeah, it looked cool. Um, he then goes for a drop kick uh, but his leg gives way um, so he's on the outside he's on the apron and he leaps up to hit the drop kick uh, off the top rope and then just decides to do it with one leg because fuck it why not Yeah. Um, and he, he connects with that um, and then a little later in the match like Williams and then exposes the like the, the corner bit in the ring near the turnbuckle not yeah. the turnbuckle pad but the bit that joins the that to bottle. the ring post yeah um, it was quite clever I did it so he exposed it and the referee saw it but then he threw away the buckle and that's what distracted the ref's attention which allowed him to then drop uh, Fraser's face into it um, and then, yeah he just drags him back into the ring and hits uh, is it bad luck is that his finisher yeah yeah, hits bad luck for the win um, yeah it wasn't too bad a match um, I think it was pretty fun I thought it doesn't hurt Fraser losing in that way um, yeah I think Kenny needs to keep his momentum going yeah seeing as they've like relaunched his character and yeah and the thing is it's this is a, I say like a big win but it's since they've relaunched his character it's the first time he's beaten anyone of note yeah because the other people have just been jobbers yeah pretty much um so yeah it makes sense but yeah it was alright it was decent um 
Then there's uh, it's like a backstage bit with Rampage, and he's kind of like just wrapping up an interview. And then he sees Joe Coffey going to Sid Scala's office, assistant to the general manager. <laughs> um, and he follows him in, and basically, I think they want a rubber match. It's weird. I, I feel like they've had more than two matches, but they said, oh, we've got one apiece and we need another one. Well, they had the triple, the triple threat as well, where they both oh, lost. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I imagine we're getting a third match. <clears throat> it feels like, for me, like there needs to be some sort of stipulation with this. Because, again, yeah. it's just another match. Like There needs to be something more for me to invest in watching those two again. Yeah, maybe make it like a street fight or something. That's not a bad shot. Um, we then get a video package of uh, Maker Satamora and um, Amel. And she's just going to be her next challenger. She came out the other week, didn't she? And Attacking mouthed off a bit and then got a, a forearm for her troubles. Um, and then we get Mark Andrews against Louis Howley, uh, Lewis Howley, where the sort of stipulation, but if um, Andrews wins, then they get a tag team shot. Um, it's basically Howley showing off his power and his like size advantage for most of it, and Andrews being really quick and kind of evasive and getting round. We we'll take a moment to appreciate um, Sam Stoker's shirt as well. <laughs> With, With the tag team titles the tag on the shirt. All, all, over, like, all over it. It's yeah. fantastic. Really, really good. <laughs> um, uh, Howley gets caught in the apron. Um as he's doing like a Ric Flair strut, <laughs> Andrew drops him off there. Um, he manages to turn things around, um, sends Andrews into the ring post. Uh, Andrews hits a cross body, which looked really good off the... It had him in the ring and he sort of spun him around. It looked like he was going for like a runner or something like that, but he kind of twisted his body around and hit a cross body, which is cool. Um, Howley then baits Andrews to the outside after falling flat on his face. That allows him to turn things around. Um... And then in the ring, he catches him off the top turnbuckle. Um, I think Andrews is going for something. Howley catches him, but before he can kind of turn it into a move of his own, he reverses that into a DDT, which I think it was when I asked you, and I was like, who got the worst? Who hit the DDT? Because I couldn't tell yeah. who got what. There was a lot of like a lot of very innovative reversals in this match by yeah. um, Mark Andrews. Yeah. That's the one thing to say about I know we, we knock on him a lot, and like we were watching it and just kind of laughing and taking the piss a bit, but he's not a terrible wrestler. Like he's a good wrestler. I just don't like his gimmick. It just really frustrates like that me. Stupid dance he does when he comes out. <laughs> Nonsense. Waving, waving his arm around like a twat. <laughs> um, Andrews hits a cheeky code red for the boys off the ropes from out of nowhere, which looked good. Um, he then hits Stoke over. Uh, sorry, hits uh, Howl over Rana, and then as it looks like he's about to pin him. Uh, Stoker causes a distraction on the apron. Subculture then come down and they get involved, uh, which allows in the ring Andrews to hit Stundog Millionaire and then a shooting star press for the win. Um, so they're getting a tag team shot next. Boo! Yeah. Um, Danny Luna hit, hit um, Sam Stoker with an AA as well. Oh, she did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was fucking banging. Cheeky AA for the boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this is all right. It was it was nice to see Pretty Deadly on screen. We always say like yeah. we never get to see them, uh, or not never get to see them, but they're not on as maybe often as we'd like. Um, and it's interesting to see them in singles competition as well. Yeah, um, I wouldn't be against seeing Flash versus Sam Stoker. No, I imagine that's what we'll get next before their tag team match. Um, but yeah, no, it's decent. Um, after this, we see Jack Stars talking to I can't remember. It's one of the trainers. James uh, Mason. James Mason. That's it. Um, 
in the performance center. And then Dave Massive comes over and says it's something along the lines of like you're kind of the the gatekeeper here, like the standard kind of like yeah. for anyone coming in, they have to go through you, and it's a really privileged position to be in. Um I guess he's just sort of picking him back up off his loss the other week. Um when's Dave gonna wrestle? Like is he mm-hmm. clear because all he, um, I say all he, he broke his nose, broke, didn't he? Yeah, he broke his nose. Um but I don't know, this whole interaction between him like I feel like Dave's like replaced Piper Niven in this whole kind of like mentor and spurring yeah. on spurring him on to do stuff. Um but I also feel like we're then gonna get a match between them as well. I, I think Dave's gonna turn on stars. Oh, really? Yeah. They will he was a little bit heelish, wasn't he? Like, mm. and he has been in, in the other like interactions. Yeah, like when, I get what you mean. When he told Jack off for um for not accepting Tyler Bates like heritage. Oh yeah, matches. yeah. He's like, like opportunities he's like, like I don't come around. Like, yeah, I'd, I'd give, give anything for one of those. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 you're yeah. definitely going to turn on. Um, yeah, and then like when he he turns the cameraman and went, did I say you could film me? It's like, Dave, you're on a fucking TV show, pal. Come you're on a TV show, game. mate. You walked in. The cameras were there when you walked in. If you didn't want them there, you should have said beforehand. Yeah. Dickhead. Joe Coffey did the same thing as well, didn't he, earlier on? Oh, when it was, well, it was weird, in Sid's like, office. Yeah, yeah. It was a bit weird that on the TV show they're on, yeah. they were complaining, complaining about, being, about filmed being filmed for the TV show they're on. <laughs> I don't know. Um, after this, uh, there's then a little like video package interview thing with Tyler Bate um, basically saying Mark Coffey can have a match against him if he wants uh, that's off the back of his Heritage Cup match last week where he came in at the end and just gave him a, a little dig and ran off because he's a cheeky scamp um, next up is the debuting Blair Davenport against Laura DiMatteo Blair Davenport formerly B Priestley um, this was alright it felt very much like the match the other week that Laura DiMatteo was in where she kind of she gets flurries of offence here and there but ultimately it's just there to kind she's of essentially like the jack stars the jacks, of the women's yeah, division yeah that's exactly that um, I feel like we'll get a similar kind of story thing with her like I imagine in like a couple of months time like she'll she's very good yeah she's yeah she's really good, good. Um, yeah as I said like she gets a bit of early offence in but it's mainly all Davenport um, she hits a, a big stomp like double boot stomp um, to the back of Dimatteo's neck, which looked horrible. Like, I think it was off the top top rope, top turnbuckle. Yeah. Um, I thought it was the end of the match as well because it looked so vicious. I thought they were just going to call it there, but it went on for a bit more. There's a bit more back and forth, like exchange of offense between them. Um, and then there's a bit where Dimatteo's like next kind of caught upon the rope. Um, Danport is hits runs hits a big knee and then follows up with a huge knee to the head. Uh, which was, is it a Bushi's finisher? It's a Bushi's finisher, uh, the Kamagoye. Kamagoye, that's it. Um, also, like, the knee she hit on the ropes was fucking V-trigger. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've literally, they've literally just gone, you've come from Japan. <laughs> Use all of these guys' moves. Do some new Japan moves. Trust <laughs> in the fucking warming angel. <laughs> There's still time, mate. Still There's still time. time. Um, so, yeah, off, off the back of that that big owl knee to the head, uh, she grabs a mic, cuts a quick promo, and just basically says she's put the women's division on notice um, and they haven't seen anything like her. I'm quite excited, actually, to, to uh, see what she's... I've not seen any of her stuff before, but she looks quite vicious. Yeah, she, she was really good in AEW when she was there. Was she? Yeah. She, uh. she was basically the same thing she was do, she's doing here, where she was just vicious. Obviously, she wasn't using V-Trigger. Cause How long was she... <laughs> because Kenny. Kenny's there. <laughs> um, <laughs> How long was she there for? Only a couple of months. Uh, she 
she got released during the pandemic because of visa problems. Oh, okay. Because she was like, she basically was, well, she was in Japan for the most part. So right. obviously she couldn't get over anyway. And then I think they like amicably parted ways. Oh, I see, I see. Ah, fair enough. She's shown up in NXT UK. Yeah, man. Yeah, she's good. I'm excited to see uh, where she goes from here. Um, sticking with the women's division, we then get Ginny uh, with a, like a little vignette package thing. Um, sat on a throne. Sat on a throne of lies. Um, and she basically says... Um, I like that I had the NXT UK logo on it, though. Yeah. Because she's the queen of NXT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's attention to detail. Yeah. Um, yeah, she calls out Aoife Valkyrie. I can't remember exactly what she says, something along the lines of her being like a child playing dress-up or something like that. Yeah, she basically said that when Mako beat her, it kind of exposed her for like some of the cracks. Well, she was basically saying like some of the cracks were starting to show and it exposed her as like not mm. not being as good as everyone thinks she is That's sort it. of thing. Um, I think have a fun match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who's coming out best in like who's who's coming out the winner in that like probably either Ginny needs it more I think yeah because I don't remember the last time they won like the the wow well, she she it feels like she doesn't even wrestle that often no she's more just kind of like causing she's shit. just like the the mouthpiece for Joseph Connors but even and then, he doesn't feel like he wrestles much yet. no like neither one of them do they seem to do more video packages than they do like in ring stuff yeah it's a bit weird. I don't know, like, remember you said, um, what was the name of her, did she have a faction or something before? The House of Couture. House of Couture. Um, Which had Laura Di Matteo in it, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> she was like, she was like the Jey Uso to Ginny's Roman. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, it like, it feels like they should do something like that. Like, they, they should sort of build a faction around it, because I'm kind of... It I'm feels like they're building a lot of factions up actually at the moment in yeah. NXT and NXT UK. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, we then get Taoman and uh, what's his name? Is it Rohit Raja? Rohan Raja. Rohan Raja. That's it. Um, sat around that table, so it's the same table we've seen in like his last few promos, and there was no one there, and it's it's him this time. Although it's weird, they they made a really big point of not showing his face until right at the end, but it was obvious who it was because yeah. of what happened last week so it was a bit odd but it, it was filmed really it looked really nice um, but the, yeah the whole thing was basically kind of Rohan saying um, what's it called like thanks for looking after me and my family and like my injuries and stuff like that and yeah. sort of pledges his loyalty to him and it says that they're going to have a match next week against Smith and Carter um, which would be fucking awesome because Smith and Carter are brilliant I think one of them might end up joining Taylor. I know, you've said this for the last few weeks. I think they're going to split them up and, or both join. Like, they'll do, they do what um, ah. he did with Rohan, where they'll injure him. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then when they come back, yeah. they'll be like, pledged to Tayman because he's looked after them. That's not a bad shout. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Like you say, like it feels like they're building like a few little factions and so you've got... Um, I like the Tayman's basically built off Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, it's, it's literally just, I'm going to injure you and then I'm going to look like, after you. Sympath like with your captor. Yeah. And then you're going to be loyal to me. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. Did they, did they say it was next week? I think they did. They did. They, they did, did say it yeah. was next week. Uh, and then we get a massive announcement from Sid Scala, who announces Walter versus Dragonoff 2 in two weeks' time. Oh, boy. I think Ilya's taking it. I, he's got I think to. Ilya's taking it. It's it's weird though because he doesn't feel as 
red hot as he was when he went after nah. the first time. He feels like he's kind of sort of like cool down a bit. a bit. But and that's the thing, like he's got it. It feels like he's stagnated a bit. But it, it's and he, yeah, like you say, he's not going in with that same kind of like red hot like momentum as before. But however, the other week that I think that's the point of last week's match was trying to build that because they've beaten the two guys that you'd have said out of the whole roster it could be or should be one of those two that that takes off him and it wasn't and it's it's dragging off again so i can see where they've kind of tried to build that but yeah i get what you mean um if he doesn't beat him this time what happens where does it where does he go from that doesn't doesn't nobody really ready to take that off walter other than him because the thing is if if he doesn't then like you say there's kind of there's no one else like they've Mm. It felt like they were building Rampage to be the ones to take off him, and it didn't. And then, yeah. obviously, Joe Coffey's had numerous opportunities, and A-Kid had that match as well, and this, that, and the other. But the only, then- person, the only other people, really, they've got around there that they could potentially put in that role is either Devlin or Trent. Mm. Has Trent challenged for it since Walter's had it or not? No. He hasn't. No. I think he's wrestled Walter, but he's not challenged. He, like, wrestled him as part of the Tyler Bate uh, Walter feud. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Tyler yeah. would have been another logical one, but he's Heritage, Heritage Cup, isn't he? So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or we have Pete Dunn come back over and take it off him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's in a couple of weeks' time. Um, it, I'm sure it won't disappoint because their first match certainly did not. Uh, and then speaking of matches that didn't disappoint, uh, we get the main event, which is Trent Seven versus Eddie Dennis. Um, and there was a couple of, like, mentions of their match before uh, was it takeover Cardiff yeah yeah um, Dennis won that was it um, that fucking horrible seven bridge over the top rope <laughs> um, yeah that was sad <laughs> so yeah I think that was that's the last time they wrestled each other Eddie Dennis they said they had a street fight in York as well oh which so was they did where, where yeah where he Trent injured, uh, injured them that was by it. hitting a berm and camera off, off the announce table through another table. Because <laughs> why not? Because, you know, <laughs> some people just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> um, yeah, like Eddie Dennis is another one of those guys that rarely wrestles. Like, he's obviously like more the mouthpiece. And the, the he's not even been cutting promos though recently, which is no. upsetting because he's such a good talker. Uh, when was the last time they were on TV? Was it their match against... Was when they, they squashed them. Um, who was it? I can't remember what it was. It was like maybe three, four weeks ago. Yeah, it was went pretty deadly. We were on commentary for the first that time. That was it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And he squashed uh, oh, Dan Maloney and Andy Wilde. Ah, yes, that was it. Yeah, the yeah. driller. That's it, the driller. Um, but yeah, Eddie Dennis, like, rarely in the ring. But when he is, it's a delight because he's really bloody good. Yeah. Um, yeah, as I say, this match didn't disappoint. It was a lot of fun. It was so hard hitting. Oh, it was stiff. They were snug. Yeah. <laughs> Seven comes out of the gate like just absolutely like firing, and he launches Eddie Dennis around like he was a fucking <laughs> like he owed him like money. he owed him money. Yeah. Like, he was, <laughs> like he was a fucking deck collector, <laughs> banging on the door. He chucks his towel at him right at the start, like as the bell goes, and then just fucking clobbers him, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It was it was a really back and forth match. Uh, Dennis hits a massive fucking clothesline on the barricade on the outside that was, that was cool as well because like Trent like throws him into the ring and he yeah. kind of like 
slipped around and then slipped around, came back out and just absolutely clobbered him. Yeah. I put him in my notes, he clotheslined the hair off Trent's chest. <laughs> um again, lots more back and forth. Uh Trent then misses uh, a dive off the top rope. And then uh, Dennis hits the Seven Bridge, like Splash Mountain. And then he picks him up again, hits it a second time, but this time launches him into the turnbuckle. Um, Dennis then hits a Seven Star Lariat after being hit with the Snapdragon Suplex. So he gets straight up from that and then just hits the Seven Star Lariat. Um, That's a no-sign in this match. Yeah, loads. Like, it was mad, considering how how hard they were hitting as well. both men and just slug it out for ages. Like, I think they're on their knees at one point and just like falling over each other because they're both absolutely exhausted. Um, and then Trent hits a seven star lariat for a two count. Uh, he goes for the Birmingham, um, but can't get him up. Like he's kind of swinging around for ages, but before he can land it, Dennis grabs like the, I think he grabs the ropes in the corner. Uh, and then primate and T-bone come out, sort of cause a distraction. Um, but off the top rope, uh, Trent hits an Emerald Frozen, which looked fucking awesome. Yeah. And then as he pins him, and it's likely he's going to win, T-Bone grabs Dennis' leg, hooks it onto the rope. Um, but then eventually he manages to hit the Birmingham, uh, Birmingham Hammer for the win. Yeah. Uh, Symbiosis then come in and batter Trent for a bit. And then Bate comes down doing his best Steve Blackman impression. <laughs> With his nunchucks. He even had the little black shorts on as well. <laughs> you said at the end of it, like, just give him Steve Blackman's music. I have done with it. <laughs> it was weird, though, because Tyler, like, beat them up and then he took the and nunchucks then he took out. Them out. Yeah. It's like, why didn't you, why didn't you start with the nunchucks? If you, like, if you're if carrying you a weapon. Carrying a weapon, mate, that should be your opening gambit. Don't yeah. bring it out after you've slapped them around beat a the bit. piss out of a primate when, with them, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Proper caught him in the ribs and the legs. <laughs> I really hope we get the lethal weapon title base. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, Managed by Trent Seven and Steve Blackman. <laughs> so this feels like it's leading to Mustache Mountain against Symbiosis, which it does. we'll probably get in a couple of weeks. I don't know. I doubt they'll put it on the same show as the Walter Dragonoff one. That'll take up most of the show. Yeah, you'd think so. That's going to be like yeah, at least half the show, isn't it? Yeah. If and not then, more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But this likely tag team match that's going to happen, I imagine will be on kind of last on the card, whichever show it's on. Um, we might even get it next week. They might even just throw it out there, but it feels yeah. like the sort of match where they'd kind of build it and say, right, I, we'll get this in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I get the impression they're going to do it in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this match was super fun. Really, really good. Like you say, yeah. really hard hitting. Both of them working pretty tight. Um, Still can't believe Trent no sold fucking two seven bridges. <laughs> Doesn't give a shit. Back to back. <laughs> <laughs> One of which was a buckle bomb. <laughs> Brutal. They got it, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> um, and that was NXT UK for this week. Yeah. Uh, Pretty good show. It was good. Yeah. Um, we said, I think the other, like last week's show was decent, but the week before there was kind of that bit of a lull and it feels like they're kind of picking things back up again. It's, it's rare that they put a foot wrong on this. Um, mm. But again, like this is kind of like lots of story building stuff. Like we've got Ginny and Aoife Valkyrie clearly coming up, and Teoman and, and Raja now as a tag team and, and part of the 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 eye of Teoman or the eye or whatever they're calling themselves. Um, we've obviously got the build to Walter Dragonoff in a couple of weeks. Um, so yeah, lots to look forward to. Um, and then obviously the tag team match. Yeah. Uh, subculture and Pretty Deadly coming up. Um, I also don't think we've seen the last of 
like Kenny Williams and Nathan Fraser. We'll get another one of those. Cause yeah. Fraser will feel hard done by because Williams shite bagged his way to I get win. the impression, yeah. They're going to do that. Yeah. Uh, we've got Mako versus Amel coming up soon as well. That, that could be next week, couldn't it? Rampage versus Coffee again. So there's lows coming up. like, And yeah. obviously they're not going to fit this all on one show. So we, there's going to be a good month if, to six weeks worth of stuff. It's as if they should do like a takeover. It's as if they should do a takeover. Imagine that. <laughs> Um, Tyler well, Bate versus Mark Coffey Heritage Cup match coming up as well yeah I mean in fairness they've, everything's opening up again in yeah. two weeks isn't it yeah yeah exactly so oh I do hope they go on the road again really 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 love to go and part watch of me does part of me doesn't because I think that the I think that we spoke about this last week the mm. fact that they had fans who, and a lot of it was just people going, oh, WWE's in town. Oh, there's the wrestling on. Not and expecting the to see like, yeah. Expe- Seth and Roman. And, yeah, expecting yeah. to see like people they knew and not the NXT UK people yeah, who were yeah. like more sort of like hidden guys yeah, or yeah. hidden gems, I should say. Saying that though, I think they've done a really, really good job in this last, when did they sort of reboot themselves? September. Just before Christmas. Yeah, September. So in this last 10 months or so, of really kind of establishing because a lot of people didn't really pay too much attention to it before that but like a few people I know in the states sort of thing are like oh yeah like Tom Tom Clark watched it and um, Phil as well and stuff like that so I think there's certainly more eyes on it now and so you would hope that when they do go back on the road that the people in attendance are kind of not to say that the ones that went before aren't genuine fans, but like people that actually follow the product and they're going there because they're investing on someone that's on the roster rather than just going to it yeah. for the sake of it, seeing wrestling. It is very much like the best kept secret of WWE yeah. at the moment. Like yeah. they're, they're having like consistently good shows yeah. with consistently good matches week in, week out. Mm-hmm. As we said, uh, they very rarely put a foot wrong. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're, doing, they're doing the right thing. I think they just need to maybe get a bit more exposure on it. Yeah. I, f- I was thinking about this the other day and it reminded me because I'd, I'd seen uh, Finn Ballard put a video up on his Instagram or Twitter or something and he was, I don't know where he was, he was walking around but he saw a guy with a Bullet Club shirt on and he turned his camera around and it came back to him and he just sort of giggled and chuckled about it. Yeah. Um, but he's not been on NXT for quite a while and... I think he's going to Raw. Do you reckon? That's what I've heard. It's a shame. Yeah. A real shame after like if they don't he was, him, meant, he was meant to be feuding with Walter in the next yeah. day, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what that. I was gonna say. I was like, if Dragonoff doesn't beat Walter next week, Finn would be a Finn good would choice. be a really good but choice. But then also Finn's like already got like that kind of same thing as Walter where mm. who beats him. Yeah. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's easier to take a belt off a, off like a guy like Finn Balor than it is to take a belt off Walter because Walter's like legit legit like a fucking shaved bear yeah whereas Finn <laughs> Finn at least could come up against someone like Rampage and just get absolutely mauled by yeah. him yeah yeah but yeah it's it's an interesting one mm-hmm. I still think Ilya is the Ilya the way to, to go de- yeah to dethrone him him or Devlin in my opinion mm. um, so yeah as I say like lots going on like in this episode lots of like evolving storylines loads of matches to look forward to like at least six seven big big matches to look forward yeah. to so yeah I think it's going to be an exciting kind of month to six weeks of, of NXT UK to watch um, but that was this week's episode uh, what were your highs and lows um, my high was the main event it was really fun yeah um, did I have a low 
Yeah, I did. Mark Andrews was on the show. For fuck's um, sake. <laughs> uh, no, to be fair, their, their match was was pretty fun as well. Um, I'd say my, my low was probably just... I don't know, it was weird. It was weird, wasn't some of the backstage like videos where they were like, Why are you mm. filming me? Why are you filming me? Because you're I, on a TV show, pal. Yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't too into that. Yeah. So I'll probably say that. Yeah. Um My high, I agree. Um definitely the main event. Really, really good. It's always fun. It's always good to see Trent in the ring. And Eddie Dennis on a rare occasion that he wrestles. So yeah, absolutely, that's a high. Um I don't think I had any lows in terms of like matches. Like every match in there was 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 decent. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't th- like if I'm being picky, I'd, I'd agree and say yeah that the weird like why is there a camera here? Yeah, you know why there's a camera here. Um, but aside from that, I don't really think I have a low. Fair enough. Yeah, good episode. Um, it was. Let us know what you thought of this week's episode and anything else within the wrestling world on our social media, on Discord and Twitter at Untitled Rest Pod. Thanks for listening, guys. Very much appreciated. And we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. And now a word from our sponsors. Do you like beer? Of course you do. Do you like wrestling? You wouldn't be here if you didn't. Check out topropebrewing.com, our very own Big Tasties brewery. They do a great deal of wrestling-themed beers, including Cold Stone Cream Austin Ice Cream Pale Ale and Papa Mango Mango Pale Ale also. They also do an array of T-shirts, masks, cans, and mini kegs. Check out topropebrewing.com, or if you live in the Liverpool area, go to the Brew Tap in Bootle. And thatchface.com, where if you've got a minging beard, you can get beard balms, oils, and grooming kits. They also do apparel. If you put whatever you want in your basket, and then go, Aaron, where do you get your discount? You go into the promo code at the bottom, type in UWP20 for 20% off. And proceeds of your purchase do go to test out your cancer charities. You must love this podcast house and the Untitled Wrestling Podcast House.